You are listening to the Confidence Chronicles podcast, episode number 50. Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hola, welcome back to the podcast, my friends. What's going on? Oh my goodness. I am so happy to be recording this right now. You have no idea. I am fresh from holidays. We just got back from Thailand. I lost my voice while I was away. No surprise. Um, I don't talk a lot about my spiritual woo-woo-ness on the podcast, but I totally believe things happen for a reason, and I am a firm believer that your body has massive intelligence, and it tries to talk to you and tell you shit. We don't listen. So (laughs) I lost my voice when I was in Thailand, which was hilarious. Like, I was literally like, like it was horrible like I had to I had to whisper and one of my friends told me don't whisper it makes your voice like losing your voice worse and so I had a few people a few clients a few of you uh, out there who purchased the loving bitch slap bundles and had questions and I wanted to answer them and I've got a lot of stuff about like replying fast to people and it's my own shit that I'm going through right now which I need to which I know I'm working because you can't reply to everybody and when you become massive and when you have 50 to 100 you know direct messages on your Instagram and your email and your there's just no way it's not gonna happen so um yeah I'm I'm currently in that lesson so it killed me because I had a woman that messaged me um and she had been waiting for a week and I just I just did my loving bitch slap back to her and I just felt like oh my god I'm so sorry that it took this long but the good thing about this going away and not having much wi-fi because thailand we were in bangkok which is beautiful um it was limited wi-fi and so i noticed myself like holding my phone and trying to be on my phone like there was some kind of sense of urgency and there's none and then like not being able to log in and couldn't talk to anyone and it was like well sorry i can't that took me like three or four days to really detach from maybe two days to detach from the phone and replying and whatever. Um, but still had stories and shared on Instagram and Facebook, you know, my trip. Uh, it was really, really interesting. So <clears throat> I am happy to be back. I feel amazing. Although my voice is still a bit raspy, a bit sexy. Hey, hey. Um, we had a lot of fun. It was, it was our first holiday ever. I don't know if I told y'all, but first holiday ever. So my husband and I have been together for like five and a half years. We've got two kids. Our asses have never been on holidays. The first time we went anywhere was for a baby moon. And I was pregnant. So I was like six months pregnant and we went to Fiji for a week or for five days or something like that. Now, you're like, that's a holiday. No, it wasn't. My ass was pregnant. (laughs) I was six months pregnant. And it just didn't feel, it didn't feel like a holiday. And so we've never kind of holidayed together. So it was really nice to go off and do that with the kids and we had our in-laws with us and it was fucking amazing we had a great time so i'm super happy to be back home to be chatting to y'all and i got some really great feedback on the last podcast for the single ladies out there 
my single peeps, so single women or anybody associating as a woman, I want you to have this series because I really want you to be able to come back to this when you start tripping that you're single or when you start tripping or feeling sad or sloppy about yourself because you're not in a relationship. I, I cannot tell you how empowering it is to, to know single people out there that are doing their damn thing and getting their shit organized living life as they choose to and then all of a sudden here comes their partner and it's beautiful because they know who they are and they know what they want to stand for <clears throat> so today's podcast episode is the walking red flag <laughs> and I'm laughing because people that come see me in my office or do coaching with me uh, I love whiteboards I love writing on whiteboards I love I love like I think I'm a good artist even though <laughs> My stick figure people are jokes, but you know, I, I love drawing things and I'm visual So I like to showcase what I'm saying on a whiteboard And so people that sit in my office the people that are single and they want to have a relationship these women I've, I've, I've drawn this red flag so many times that I was like it just needs to be a podcast So I want to tell you what I mean about the walking red flag before we get into it You know when you're in any kind of situation or anywhere you are where you feel like something's a red flag and a red flag is like an alert like hey something's not right right so imagine a fuckload of red flags and imagine forget about a fuckload of red flags it just turns into one major red flag one major massive walking red flag that is what we're talking about today and how we end up single and we end up dating people and we end up seeing little mini red flags along the way while we're dating them and not paying attention to those little red flags even though they don't feel good and then all of a sudden they turn into one big fucking walking red flag so here's the problem right you're out there maybe you're dating maybe you're not dating maybe you want to be dating you meet somebody there's nothing else going on in your world right there's like no action happening Meaning, you're single, there's nothing happening, you ain't having sex with anybody, you ain't dating nobody, you're not going to dinners, you're not partying, you're not dancing, you're just single, chilling, doing nothing. And here comes someone, and they're a prospect, <laughs> there's someone that maybe wants to date you or you want to date them, and you guys start talking. And maybe you go on a date, and maybe you go on two dates, maybe you make out, maybe you have sex, maybe there's a connection there. But along the way somewhere, maybe at dinner, they said something to you that you were like, mm, that didn't really sound right. Or maybe they did something that you didn't really enjoy and you were like, mm, that didn't really feel right. And you kind of brushed it off like, yeah, it's fine. It'll be okay. It doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. But internally, you kind of, your eyes looked and you saw what they did and you were like, oh, I don't really love that. But you kept moving and you stayed and you kept seeing this person and you didn't say anything. And then it pops up again, something else. Maybe they speak to the waiter really nasty and you're like, well, that was a bit harsh. Or maybe they say a comment about a girlfriend of yours. Or maybe they have a comment about you and your weight or how you look. Or maybe they're rude to someone on the streets. Like you get these little red flag moments where you're like, I don't know if I like that behavior that that person just did. And you don't say shit, right? <clears throat> and here's why I believe you don't say shit. You don't say shit because there's nothing else going on for you. You have no one else that you're dating. There's no other action happening. So this is the only thing going down in the moment in your dating life. And so you put up with it. 
and deep down inside all of this shit by the way goes back to you not being worthy we're not thinking that you're worthy enough all of this this whole series is all about you being worthy enough just so in case you haven't noticed already this this single lady series so you allow it <clears throat> you don't say anything for fear of pissing that person off for fear of staying single for fear of not finding anyone for fear of there's nothing else happening that's all that's going on and you're going to be lonely and isolated do you get me like you say nothing because of fear and when you make decisions in fear y'all i'm trying to tell you it is a horrible idea because fear-based decisions create exactly the thing that you're fearing like a hundred percent it's like magnetic it'll attract it easily so you don't say anything, you put up with this shit, and then all of a sudden, what happens? You're two months in, or three months into the relationship, and you notice that you are so unhappy, and you ended up dating a narcissist, or an asshole, or some person who is extremely rude, and not who they were, and you're like, what the fuck just happened here? And here's what I want to say to you, these little mini red flags, they're like, they're like little treasures along the way, right? It's like it's like if I gave you a map and I was like, this is how you get to my house. This is the map. Boom, 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 boom. You follow here. You stop here. You get gas here. Then you stop there for a pit stop. Then you keep going there. Like it's like they're like little destinations on the way to the major destination. And these little red flags are there to show you that, hey, something's not right. Hey, like a dashboard light. Like, hey, you need petrol. Or, hey, you ran out of that fluid that washes your windows, right? Like, and you're not listening and you're not listening, and you're not listening, and all of a sudden your fucking engine blows up. And homeboy is a walking red flag. And you're like, how did this happen? And listen, I'm telling you, because this happened to me. I, I didn't listen to all the signs, or my friends, or my inner feeling, or my inner intuition, because I genuinely thought, what the fuck else is there out there? Who else is going to date me? There's nothing else for me. This is all there's ever going to be. I just need to deal with it. Like, what if I'm single forever? I might as well just be in this. It's not that bad. Or the worst thing, potential. I feel like potential needs its own fucking podcast. You see this potential, like he could be so good. She could be so amazing. If he was only like this, I know that he has it in him. He's a nice guy. He's a good father, blah, blah, blah. And we see potential in this bubble over there. And the motherfucker's not that. They're not being that. Yes, they could be. They could, anybody could be anything. I could be a fucking astronaut if I tried really hard. It ain't going to happen, right? But I could be. I have the potential to be. We all have the potential to be something else. Will people do it on their own? That's the fucking question you need to ask yourself. And if that person that you're dating or that person that you dated is a has little red flags popping up or doing shit that you don't like and you don't agree with, they probably won't hit that potential in the time that you'd like them to. And consider that you can't push them into potential. And yes, you can hold space for anyone's potential, but they have to agree to stand in that space and become that potential. Does that make sense? Yeah? Because we're here going, oh, I ignored the red flag. I, I ignored the fact that... Those are my shoes, by the way. I'm not like farting secretly in the back. <laughs> Although that would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, like we're ignoring these little red flags thinking, oh, that's nothing. Oh, that's just a small thing. But I'm telling you, it's like a fucking, uh, what's it called? Like, um, uh, what's that called with a snowball? Like a, like a snowball effect. Like you ignore it, then another one comes and another one comes. And all of a sudden, this person is a demon. And you're like, how the fuck did I date this person? How did I not see the signs? And you do see the signs. And what I want you to do from this podcast on is look for the signs. 
you know? And how do you know what you want and don't want? You need to fucking know your self-worth. You need to do some work on yourself. That's why I did the Date Yourself podcast. You're not ready to get into a relationship until you know who the fuck you are, what you like, what you want. Do your values. That's episode four, I think, that I did, how to do your values. You need to know what you value and what you believe in and who the fuck you are before you start getting dating in in the dating world and dating people and then they start becoming red flags and you don't even know that there's a red flag looking at you you don't even know because you haven't paid attention because you think that's all you can get because that's it and I'm like honey you're ripping yourself off you are ripping yourself off you could have so much more and the lack of of self-worth and the lack of being good enough and the lack of all of that, the scarcity that no one else is out there or the scarcity that you're too old or too this or too that or too young or too fat or too short. It's all bullshit. It's a bullshit story. So what happens? You settle for less and you fucking attract a walking red flag and that is shit. And remember you attracted that shit. (laughs) Okay. So if you attracted it, what is it that you're putting out there? And where can you become sharper with your vision and clearer with your intuition and listening to yourself? If there's something you don't like, can you say it? If there's something that a person did that you don't like, pay attention, write it down. Look at it. Okay, cool. I don't like that. Listen, I don't think this is going to work. End it now. Because what happens is you don't end that shit and it becomes stuck on like a band-aid that you've had on for two weeks. And then when you rip that band-aid off, oh my God, all your arm hairs are going. That shit hurts. If you rip the bandaid off after a day, it's okay. Two hours, even better. But if you wait a couple weeks or a couple months to rip that fucking bandaid off, it's going to hurt. And what's going to happen is, and this is what happens, right? You stay in this relationship. You, you create meaningful memories, even if they're a walking red flag. You go to dinners. You do things. You have conversations. You have deep and meaningful you know, discussions. And then you realize that that person's not for you. But you don't say anything and you stay in that relationship because you feel like you're comfortable or you know each other a lot or you feel like you should stay or you feel like you should give them a chance. And I'm like, listen, you just needed you needed to make that decision a lot sooner. And how do you know you check in with how you feel? I say it all the time. How do you know it's not good for you? How do you feel? Do you feel good about that? Did that make you feel good? Or do you feel like shit? Do you feel sad? Do you feel upset? Do you feel disrespected? Do you feel dishonored? However you feel, you need to act on because you're not listening to your feelings. You're not listening to your body. And then you get the result in the real world of an asshole partner who treats you like absolute shit. And you're like, I'm so surprised. I can't believe this guy. He had all the potential. Yeah, but he showed you who he was. And Maya Angelou talks about that. When people show you who they are, believe them the first time. Maya Angelou, look that shit up. I'm telling you right now, the fact that you're single and the fact that you're going to attract people, look at who you're attracting. Look at why you're attracting them. Look at what they're there to teach you about yourself, especially if they're not good for you or if it's a shit relationship or if they're treating you like shit. Remember that you attracted that. Listen and pay attention to those little red flags that you don't like. They're like little danger signs. Like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know. Oh, he smokes. I don't like smoking. Oh, she, you know, she's got four kids. I don't know if I want to do that. Do you get me? Like, pay attention because you get into these relationships thinking that you're going to change people or you get into these relationships thinking that they're going to shift and it's going to be easier. It's going to be better. Or, you know, like if you get into, listen, I talk to a lot of y'all that get into relationships when people have children. I'm not saying you can't, by the way. I would totally date someone with kids if I was single and didn't have kids, if I love that person. That's not it. But what I'm saying is 
check out the red flags. If they have a messy relationship with their ex, if they've got five kids and his shit is messy and you feel messy and you're not really stable in yourself and you got work to do on yourself and you know it and then you jump into this fucking circus, Brady Bunch shit, and then you don't have your own self-worth on lockdown, good luck, baby. It's going to be a hot-ass mess. And that's a big commitment to jump into something where someone's got an ex-husband or an ex-wife or an ex-partner and kids. It is not easy. You can do it, but it's not easy. It takes a certain kind of amount of self-belief in yourself and a certain amount of self-worth to know who the fuck you are in those relationships so that when shit hits the fan, you're standing strong in yourself. Because if you're weak and you don't know who you are and you have low self-confidence, low self-worth, and you jump into that fucking circus, good luck. So you really need for yourself to do this for yourself. You need to gift yourself with working and developing yourself, your self-worth, your self-belief, who you are, your identity, your fucking all of that shit, your beliefs, your your hobbies, your values, who you are as a being before you jump into anything. Because then when you jump into something, when you're that solid and you're that clear, you have that much clarity of yourself, something happens, you can be like, "Mm -mm, I don't think so, no. And you're going to leave that. That was my first relationship. It took me a long time to leave it. But when I finally knew who the fuck I was and how good I was and how amazing I was and how valuable I was, I realized that shit straight away. I was like, you know what? I'm out. Peace the fuck out. I'm out because I am amazing and there's no way I'm going to stay in this relationship where I'm getting verbally abused and treated like actual shit. Like, no way. No, thank you. And you're the one that can make that decision. You're the only one that can walk away. You're the only one that can choose to stay. Nobody needs to force you. Nobody can force you. It's you. So put the ball back in your court. Start fucking paying attention to when you see these people that you're dating, red flags. Ooh, that was a red flag. Pay attention. Count them. I'm telling you, if you notice a red flag and you don't fucking feel good, do not proceed or proceed with caution because you will never change another person ever. Unless they're ready to be changed. But what you can do is you can make better decisions with who the fuck you decide to date, associate with, hang out with, be friends with, marry, have babies with. You can make that decision. And that's a huge fucking decision. I love you so damn much. I hope that this served you. Um, I feel like my voice is really husky (laughs) right now to the extreme. I'm about to go have some lemon tea. Let me tell you right now, y'all, that lemon, somebody got me a hottie toddy. They're Sri Lankan and my husband's Sri Lankan. So they got me a hottie toddy, which is like whiskey, hot water, lemon, and honey. And I was drinking that because I really wanted to do karaoke in Bangkok. And yes, I did karaoke with my husky voice. And yes, it was worse than this. It was really, really gone. And I did karaoke anyway. And that hottie toddy really helped me. So, um, And apparently doing raspberries in the air um, while making siren sounds. <laughs> I love you guys on Instagram. You send me the best shit to do. So this is what it sounds like. You're welcome in advance. Yes, doing that. I had to ask my husband about that because I didn't actually know how to do it. But it's apparently voice training for singers who have who need to work on their voice. And every time I do those, I feel like my voice is better. Like, doesn't it sound better now? It's more clear. I don't know. I think so. And it's a lot of fun doing it. My baby enjoys it. <laughs> I love you guys. Have a freaking awesome day. Be kind to yourselves. Don't put up with any shit, single ladies, okay? Know your fucking worth. You're amazing. You, my darling, are amazing. And you deserve everything. You're enough. You're amazing. You deserve the world. Do not put up with any shit. Remember who the fuck you are. You are the jam.
I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. You can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, yo. My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.